0: I want to let go. And it is the ego. And I think it is like the capitalism. (laughs) And it is the Mm -hmm. mingling. And the first question that people ask is like, so what do you do? And having to feel like you have to tether it to one word,
1: one label, one thing. How about how about I I am? Yeah. Like how about I be? You know, like that's bad English. But like it's not (laughs) because that's the other big Buddha teaching. It's like stop doing, start being. Yeah. Like I Mm. am. I am Cat Sadler now. We're doing it live today people. We're doing it live. Welcome to Cat Sadler now. I am Cat and across from me a dear friend A conversation I've been looking forward to as we sit here in Malibu in a windy, chilly, rainy Sunday morning sipping our tea. Mm. Kate Madry, welcome back to the show. Hi. It's
0: so good to see you.
1: We haven't caught up in so long. There's Too so long. much to
0: talk about. I know. And I'm so excited to
1: do it here. Yay. I know. We were like, should we do it virtual? It's like an hour drive. You're like, no, we are doing it in person. We have to. It's always better. I know. It? And I feel like I had to see the digs before the digs were dug. <laughs> <laughs> the moving, the, the changes, moving. the all the things. But- we we have a lot to catch up on, and I don't think we've been, like, actually in conversation like this in more than a year. Yeah. I've seen you maybe once on Marchmont, you know, mm-hmm. cruising and bumping into you or whatever. But how are you? How are you doing? I love that
0: question. Elmo actually tweeted that question last week. I don't know if you saw. No. <laughs> um, Elmo tweets. Elmo tweets. <laughs> Elmo. <laughs> I can't do the voice, so I won't pretend, but— Elmo tweeted, and so many people responded, like, I'm doing great. I'm doing awful. My student loans are crushing me. I'm soaring at my new job. Like, so many different variations of that answer got such a big response. At, like, Elmo went on CNN and was talking about how most mm. of those responses— oh.
1: <laughs> oh, you guys, I wasn't kidding about the weather. This is a weather alert. Oh, I bet no. you anything. Are we
0: evacuating?
1: <gasps> We're evacuating. No. Evacuation order issued for Santa Maria Road, Topanga Canyon, due to high-risk debris and mud flows. Leave now! They're literally telling people to leave now. Oh Gather gosh. family medications, pets, and leave now. What? We're not on that road, right? <laughs> no, we are not on that road. Wow, but that's not... I mean, I want to say that's like three, four miles from here. We're safe. You're safe. I promise you you're safe. Okay. That's crazy. Okay. We see guys, I wasn't kidding. Also, just quickly, do you hear what do you hear what sounds like thunder above us? Yes. Those are the kids. So I'm gonna text Greg really quick. Like, (laughs) tell the kids. We're doing it live. We're doing live. This is live, people. My goal today is to not edit anything. So like like it is what it is. And it isn't what it ain't. Hold on tight. Hold on one (laughs) second. Can you like tell a story real quick while I text him?
0: Okay. Well, I'll tell a story about (laughs) the, the drive here was really pretty and it's so crazy in California. It'll be pouring rain one moment and then just bone dry the next in terms of sky, water coming out of the sky. But I, I feel like I made it here, obviously, just in the nick of time, because... Now you may
1: have to just, like, move in. I know. We maybe may I'll like take be able over. Lay, lay. We might be one of these paragliders <laughs> that are, like, right here above the, the house that we see, like, go from the mountain to the ocean. We might just need to <laughs> get, catch a ride. Let it slide. To the sea. <laughs> mudslide.
0: <laughs> ah! I'd
1: mudslide with you. Oh, I'd my God. would mudslide with you any day. Okay, good. Well, I'm um, glad you're here. Get comfortable. Okay. okay so back to Elmo. Back yes. to how are you, and that being... Sometimes a question that people throw away and don't even listen to the response to, but sometimes a more meaningful and very much needed question, which is why I like to ask it yeah. of people because I, I do care.
0: I know you do. And I care to answer. Sometimes also I like forget how important it is to be asked that question. Because mm, mm-hmm. like we don't even check in with ourselves sometimes. Yeah. But I think I'm doing both good and bad, but overall evolving. And I am a little exhausted, I think, by that. Evolution of it all. Mm. I mean, just think how much we've both changed in like the last three years, two years, one
1: year, you six months. Like, you've gone through so many changes. As I sit across from you, I was thinking as you were coming here, I was like, nothing is the same about me. I mean, literally, almost every, my face is even different. Everything is different in my life, and and we can get into that. I talk about that a lot, and I I have done some solo episodes recently, and I don't want to always be like serious Sally. I feel like I've been so <laughs> serious lately about like my life, and how it's different, <laughs> and I miss my kids. It's actually really really wonderful, but yes, change undoubtedly so much change, and to just bring everybody up to speed on who you are, because I'm not, I didn't do the formal intro today, and I wanted to kind of share that here, is you're so many things, and you do so much, and how you came into my life, but you're you're an artist, you're an actress, you're a podcast host, you, I think, might own a business, which we'll get into today. You've done so many things in your short time on earth. You are much, much younger, my, my junior for sure, when we met, you were my intern yeah. for people who don't know. And and <laughs> a lot of people do know because they said, please bring Kate back. They always loved our Aww. conversations and our podcast catch-ups. But, but bring us Bring us up to date, then. Like, what don't I know? Where are you? What's going on? Well, you met the love of your I don't want to put words in your mouth. life, love of your life, <laughs> your love anyway. Sarah, when we were, you know, you yes. were house sitting at my house, pretty. oh my gosh. I went
0: through so much. I yeah. stopped drinking alcohol. I started dating a woman. I I don't know. I just changed so much, but I feel like I'm changing even further into that. And this is kind of what I've been grappling with because a lot of it is identity. And I know you reached out to me in my DMs. You slid Mm. into my DMs with such wisdom. Mm. Um, But I've really been having a mm, lull in what has caused a fire of like passion for me creatively doesn't create the same fire for me anymore. And... I think I'm having a real like identity crisis with that. If if the things that made me happy don't make me happy anymore, or if the things that make me feel motivated or with purpose or intentional in ways that I hadn't been before in my life, if those don't fill those quotas for me anymore, like who am I? Mm. What is going to? And is it okay to walk away from those things that, I don't know, I hold so close to my chest, which is my business, Mm -hmm. Clearheaded, which I started all about sobriety and like modern sobriety and how to live a life with clarity. And wow, I've just like evolved so much in that business in the last year and a half, Mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. But I just like, don't think I... I don't know that it's aligned for me anymore, which is so crazy. And you're like, "Don't no, be serious, Sally." No, 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 that no, I'm like, "No, no, oh. no, no, no! no. <laughs> I want to
1: forget. I, I don't know how to not go deep. That's how we're both Virgos. I That's know. just what's going to happen. Okay, I, I think, I think we can do both. But, but, I was thinking about what you had said to me in our DM exchange, which was something like to the effect of, "You know, I had this major personal shift. I." let alcohol go from my life. That is not a part of me anymore. And then I was propelled to start a business to share that knowledge and wisdom and experience and journey with others. And maybe I could be of help. But now maybe you're detaching from the need to make your livelihood a companion to your own personal journey. Like it doesn't have to be go hand in hand. Like Mm -hmm. you might want to do something completely separate of what you're going through personally or whatnot. Or that doesn't need to be the story that you live every day.
0: Yes. Outwardly. Yes. And I'm still processing it. So this might be like, mm, I might tumble through this verbal diarrhea. (laughs) Yikes. (laughs) But it was so new to me and so exciting that I was sober. And now it's like such a fact Mm. for me. It's so factual. I'm so proud of myself still for it, but I don't feel like it's the most important thing about me. I think it's just one of the many important things about me. And so I don't want to build an entire image off of just one thing, you know? So I don't, I don't know what that looks Mm. like or what that means. And I think just being very like candid, I didn't like make a lot of money. I didn't make like any money. I got in the red with my venture and Um, had incredible experiences and impacted so many people in a positive way, but monetarily I didn't see any success. And unfortunately, we live in a money-driven world. If it was based off of impact or vulnerability shared or aha moments, I'd be rolling in it. I could, you know, move in with you in this house. (laughs) I'd be so well (laughs) off, but (laughs) I'm not. And that causes stress and that has done like the opposite to me, which has made me very cloudy in my head because I'm so stressed about Mm -hmm. how am I going to make a profit? And I think I am in a much better place than I was even a month ago. Like I think that I can see the value in just experiencing that. Like what a great thing to know and feel and come out on the other side of. Yeah. But there's part of me that still feels like it's a
1: failure to, like, abandon. Yeah. I do not know a single person out there who doesn't want to feel less stressed, be more centered, have more energy. I'm asking all of you to be open to meditation and to be open to open app uh, to get more specific. I have been doing the open meditation and breath work and fitness Offerings for all of 2024 so far. You may remember at the end of the year last year, I said, I want to try and meditate every single day. And Open makes it possible. All you need is five minutes, you guys. So let me tell you about Open specifically. It's a science based practice to regulate your nervous system and totally change your life. You can learn different breathwork techniques for your desired physical and mental state. Ultimately, what you're doing is regaining control of your operating system, and what can that do? That can unlock deeper sleep, give you better focus, help you feel less stressed. It gives you natural energy and overall vibrancy. I wish I would have been meditating years ago. That's my only regret. But I love this app because it's well designed. You're gonna know when you see it. You've seen me posting about it on social media. Everybody's like, "What do you do? What what app is that? How are you meditating?" I love the different narrations. I love the voices of their many teachers. It's constantly changing, so I can kind of get a little something different every single day. Again, guys, your nervous system plays a role in nearly every aspect of your health and well-being. I invite you to try this with me. If you want to get on my daily routine, you can get 30 days free of Open by visiting withopen.com slash That's withopen.com slash cat. Again, 30 days, absolutely free. Go ahead and try it. Visit withopen.com slash cat. You know what? I'm hearing words and I'm thinking about image and identity is coming to mind because you said, it. you know, I think I'm in an identity crisis. What is my image? And I am thinking about the word ego. Because Mm -hmm. I read about this, you know, these are all the books I'm like deep diving into, you know, how we as our personality self is constantly telling us stories or questioning, like the very things that you're questioning, which by the way is so human. We all do this, like, Mm -hmm. because again, we live in a society that, you know, That's how it's structured. Mm -hmm. Who are you? What do you do? Mm -hmm. You know, what are your successes? You know, all these things. So it's hard to detach from the story that over time that we've lived through our lives, through our experiences, that we not only put forth to the world, because now, I mean, everything's social. Our lives are, you know, we're all watching each other's lives all day, every day in some instances. But it's like how... Can you live like that outwardly in your personal life and in your professional life and not get so attached to those things? Mm-hmm. But I know that the healthy, wise way of doing that is to try to, in some way, let go of all that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: I'm, I want to let go. And it is the ego. And I think it is like the capitalism. <laughs> and it is mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. mingling. And the first question that people ask is like, so what do you do? And having to feel like you have to tether it to one word, one label,
1: one thing. How or... about how about I I am? Yeah. Like, how about I be? You know, yeah. like that's bad English. But like it's not because <laughs> that's the other big Buddha teaching. It's like, stop doing, start being. Yeah. Like I mm. am. I am. Mm-hmm. What do you do? you no, know, I hate that question. I. Me too. It's a terrible question. And I Stop don't, going out. No, I'm kidding. I That's why I'm in Malibu on an island. I don't see anybody anymore. <laughs> Nobody asks me anything, okay? <laughs> I don't think also
0: we actually want to ask the question if right. we're on the other end. Mm. I don't think we mm. actually want to ask that. Mm-hmm. I think we would rather, as humans, ask a deeper, honest, connected question or just not ask questions at all, but we like feel pressure to. And so we go to our Rolodex of... Party questions.
1: How old are you? Sorry if you don't mind me asking. I'm 29. Again. Okay, we're 29. Because we're 29. Did I say we're 29? (laughs) (laughs) Wishful thinking. That's right. I've always been 20 years older than you. You you do look 29. Uh, I will say. Yeah. No, I don't. But I I do think, I mean, if it's comforting at all. This is a pretty typical in your 20s something oh, to feel, right? God. Like everybody in I feel and no offense to all those of you who have it perfectly figured out in your 20s, <laughs> but like part of this is the excavation and the and the learning and the and you even just said, you know, my business I was in the red. I mean, what successful entrepreneur doesn't tell the story of when they were in the red and mm. living out of their car mm. or couldn't pay the bills or, you know, what, like, I mean, your poor face, like, you're like, but it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah, but I don't want it like this. I know. by And then add LA to the fire. I mean, the cost of living here is astronomical. I mean, Insane. I mean, by the way, like most everyone I know, regardless of age, regardless of, you know, what industry. I mean, these are tough times and that's why I appreciate you sharing this because as you're telling that and sharing that struggle, it's like, how relatable is that? I mean, so many people are feeling how you are feeling. Mm. I know that doesn't make it less hurtful or, no, I or, know. or whatnot. But
0: but, but it's I- not like I'm alone in it and I'm just the only person out there who's just can't figure it out. I mean, I think 2023 historically was like the worst time for small businesses and we don't like even know what twenty four has an you know in store. Yeah. But I think honestly, like the main part of it is I don't mind the struggle. I don't mind the like work and the knit and the the hustle and the figuring it out. But it went against my like ethos, which
1: is like live with clarity. Mm. You know, so. Let me ask you this. What, in recent months anyway, because again, this is always changing, what of all the things you do with your time feels the most free to you, freeing to you, that lights you up the most, that makes you feel at ease, that excites you, you feel you're most alive? Mm. What are you doing? Creating...
0: With words. Okay. (laughs) So, wow. That was such a bad example. Creating with words is the answer for being lit up by words. Um, Litten up. And (laughs) look, we're doing it live. I really like ideas. Like, I like conceptual thinking. I like having – I also found out that I'm a generator. Are you familiar with human
1: design? I am. What are you? Manifesting generator. You're rare. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> yeah. You're rare. No, yeah, I know. I think so. I think so. I, I, I think... know generator and, uh, yes, they're very similar, right? Manifesting yeah. generator, how apropos. You're... My whole life is manifestation right now. I'm so getting off onto all things manifesting. But what is generator?
0: Generator is like the doer. Okay. You're the generator for the ideas out there. And I used to reject that. Like when I first heard it, I was like, no, I'm a manifester. I think of things and I am a visionary and I like to think of things ahead of time. But I think what actually lights me up is doing and and making an idea happen.
1: Yeah. And we should tell everyone, like, Kate moved to L.A. from Nashville at the time to be an actor. Mm-hmm. Like, you are a performer. You yeah. are funny. You've been in national commercials. They've probably seen you in places. You've had some roles on Shows they've seen on Netflix, like all of it, right? Was yeah. that show on Netflix, The College Age? Sex size of College Girls, yes, yes. season two, episode yeah. six. Yeah, I have yeah, one yeah, line yeah, yeah, yeah. on HBO. <laughs> hey, hey, it's on that resume, hey. girl. It's on that resume. And I was even thinking of, uh, I was thinking because I was thinking to the previous Kate, otherwise known as KT, uh-huh. the older version of yourself. And I was thinking back to our... Drinking days, because mm. y'all, we, but boy, we have both evolved, thank God, so much. But I was thinking back to that one time when you would do improv and you recorded a like stand-up set of some description where you were drunk, yeah. pretty much drinking tequila, MC hammer, seeing whatever, absolutely, and MC Hammered, <laughs> yes. exactly. And I was thinking, at the time, you know. I believe you you got such a thrill out of being in front of people and making people laugh and but you yourself had to get so far away from yourself to do that because yeah. of the alcohol and everything, yeah, and how today I would imagine that sounds terrible to you getting yeah, getting mm-hmm. wasted, being in front of people like it's almost like I don't know, turning tricks or something. you know <laughs> what I for an audience. Whereas <laughs> I, I, I just see that as being something so far removed from what you're feeling and doing now.
0: I think I love it still, but it's very different. I don't know. Also, like the comedy world is just so different for me from what I used to get out of it. Yeah, I guess the rush.
1: Could you do it now sober?
0: I could for sure. And I would do it 10 times better than I ever did drunk. Wow. But I haven't even thought about that way of being. But I mean, going back to like human design, I'm a 6'3", which I uh, apparently have like three different chapters in my life. And the first 30 years are like figuring it out, learning by trial and error, really wanting to be in the spotlight. And then once I turn 30, which is next year, I go into like 20 years of Hermit. So I'm like behind the scenes and I'm not in the spotlight. And then I come out for like my final rest of my life. And I'm like, a thought leader and I'm in front again. I take all the hermit lessons and I put them out for people. And I feel like that's very in line with what I want. Like, do I love being in front of the camera? Of course, I'm a human.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but I don't think it lights my fire as much. I'd rather be behind the scenes and and doing certain things.
1: Yeah. So, So you answered the question, creating, ideating, we're in Hollywood pilots or decks yeah. or pitches or mm. shows or keeping it somewhat vague because I I know you're working on some things. Mm-hmm. How can you insert yourself, position yourself to do more of that, to be free to do that, or to collaborate with others doing that and still get paid? I mean, yeah. I guess that's the question. Because I know. how do we create a livelihood out of what we love? Yeah. So
0: I wish I had the answers and when yeah. I figure it out I'll yeah. tell you. What
1: are you doing is is there something like a daily ritual or books or podcasts or journaling like what mm. what is your method of ushering in your most creative self? I try to make space to be still, which is very
0: hard, and then I try to remove judgment because I feel when judgment is present, I don't get the most creative version of whatever it is I want to do. Virgo, again, showing up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I think I'm currently in the lesson of like learning to let my message evolve. Have you read The Creative Act by Rick Rubin? I, I you purchased have it. it
1: for Austin for Christmas, and I'm pretty sure it's collecting dust. dust. So I'm going to Ask for it back. Yeah, you should. I know. My brother just read it. Also, I, I I want to read
0: it. It's so good, and it's changed my perspective. Off of like, we're getting kind of woo woo now. Are we ready? We're Strap so woo woo.
1: We're so woo woo. I am so here for it. I'm sorry. I think that's what we're doing here.
0: I he basically explains that like we are vessels, and that God or Source sends messages, and we are just vessels to like create it and the audience comes last. Like we just have to honor what we hear in the most true authentic form. And I've really been trying to do that. Mm -hmm. So that's like removing judgment, like I said, being still so that you can receive it with ease. And I think that in this moment, I'm having a realization. Like I think that my message or my drive to try to showcase like modern sobriety and how different it can look for every person might not come in a goop of sobriety format, like what I originally intended with Clearheaded. I think it's going to come through a show, which is what I love. Like I love and understand the art of acting, the art of writing, the art of directing and cinematography and lighting, and color scheme and mood and tone and like format and all that. That's what I love. And I know and I also love and know Modern Sobriety. So mm. perhaps
1: that will Ooh. be where it channels next. Two things just stuck out to me hearing you say that. Show, show, show. You Like you are like showbiz. Like that is so you. That word show, like regardless of how much the industry changes, I so see that for you. And then I just had another like vision. I mean, are you above like getting a job in a writer's room or at an agency or no. just going out and and surrounding yourself with people like-minded people because you will climb the ranks. I have no doubt. Like yeah. you're enthusiastic, you're smart, you're you're talented like if you could get inserted mm-hmm. on the inside. Like
0: the world is your oyster. I I agree. I definitely trust myself enough to like start anywhere and end where I want to. And it's so funny because my biggest talking point with one of my friends has been like my downfall or like my biggest hurdle that she sees is that I see the big picture and I it's very hard for me to see the little steps that it takes to mm-hmm. get
1: there. Mm-hmm. Well, you could also do that in tandem with creating on your own independently, yeah. right? I mean, often that's what we have to do today again. And I was, I'm literally just about to give this speech to, to my son who now has a film degree, but he's driving Uber. And, you know, I'm like, babe, you got to do some side hustles too. Like you're going to have to go out and seek edit jobs on your own independently. And I'm about to give him all that, you know, this advice in that we often have to have a lot of balls in the air, as you know. Mm -hmm. So like maybe somehow you could engineer your life to get that paycheck that you can count on that gives you that security while learning an immense amount. We are here. I mean, there's gotta be a reason we're paying our high rent in LA. Get into the rooms that are here, right? And then you can still create all these brilliant ideas you have on the side and on the weekends and, you know, whatever with passion, your little dog at your feet. Yes, yes. You know?
0: And Rick Rubin actually talks about the importance of having—I'm like, basically Rick Rubin. Um,
1: (laughs) He was busy today, y'all, so we have (laughs) Katie Katie channeling Rick Rubin.
0: Um, The importance of having a job that financially supports you so that you can create fearlessly. Mm-hmm. Um, and not tether the mm-hmm. outcome to finances. Mm-hmm. Just tether the outcome to feeling fulfilled. So yes.
1: well, they don't call it America's number one meal kit for nothing, guys. <laughs> I'm doing HelloFresh. It's a new year. It's mm, an even better me, let's say. In 2024, I am really focusing on my health. Once again, that certainly means my diet as well, what I'm putting into my body. And with HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. I mean, listen, whether it's saving money or eating better like me, maybe just stressing less about your meals and mealtime, HelloFresh is here to help you do all things three of those. So say hello to your most delicious year yet with fresh ingredients and chef-crafted recipes at a price you're going to like, I'm telling you, delivered directly to your door. I am currently trying the calorie smart recipes. I think my favorite is the spicy salsa verde shrimp tacos. A little pico de gallo on those. I'm enjoying a lot of their chicken meals, to be honest, but maybe my favorite is the chicken with balsamic mushroom sauce, little mash on the side, and some scallions making it super tasty. And that's why this is so timely, because this time of year, I mean, everybody's looking to revamp their eating habits and really get back on track. Look to HelloFresh's wholesome, health-forward options like over 30 different calorie-smart and protein-smart recipes each week. So, Go to HelloFresh.com slash catfree and use code catfree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That is free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash catfree with code catfree. Enjoy. One more thing that I was thinking while you were describing (laughs) <laughs> Rick, Rick Rubin's Ruben. teachings, <laughs> which I do believe, and I haven't read that book, but it's it's funny that you say this because my own story as it pertains to alcohol, I don't really think I have a story, but my own interrogation and constant evaluation of alcohol in my life, my reason why has less to do with like, addiction, I can't quit, mm-hmm. or like, you know, the poison, although that's maybe not entirely true because the, the health ramifications of alcohol actually really do concern me more than they ever have because now that I have the knowledge, I'm like, why would I do that yeah. to my body? Yes. But I guess more kind of existentially speaking, my whole thing with alcohol and why I want to drink less of it is like because I believe that we are this lightning rod. And if I am clogged up with the poison of alcohol, and I'm, again, that much further away from my truest, most authentic self, then I am cutting off. It's like I'm blocking the possibilities of what is possible for my life because it's just, it's like sticky, to use your word, mm-hmm. and therefore you can't attract what it is that you are destined to do, the limitless possibilities for our lives. Yeah. Yeah. And that people are like, you know, why do you want to stop drinking and stuff? And I'm like, I just wanted people to measure because I really believe the less and less and less that's in my body, in my mind, in my energy, in my emotions, and it's not shaping my moments of my day, mm-hmm. the more I am freed up to, to see what is possible for myself.
0: It is so true.
1: Did you feel that when you started eliminating alcohol? Like, do you feel like now you are more of a magnet for a much, much higher version of yourself?
0: Yes, absolutely. And I will say that that can be overwhelming Mm. and it can, I think that the the alignment makes people want to go back to putting the speed bumps up because it's very overwhelming to be like fully aware of all of your... Thoughts, feelings, possibilities, true desires, not true desires, like it can be overwhelming. But I also want to say that I think this all pulls into my feeling of like clear headed being a not right now at minimum for me. Mm -hmm. I think that the majority of the world, (laughs) at least California, (laughs) thinks like you do. And I think, yay. I think that people are really starting to wake up Mm -hmm. because one, we have the ability to hear all the facts and know all the stats and know that the studies that were done that said that red wine is good for your heart was funded by the alcohol industry. And what were these studies put up against? And we just know better and you can't unknow it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can pretend that you don't, but you're just fooling yourself. And so I think that a life without alcohol is going to become the norm. And so hopefully people won't feel like it's a lack mindset because it's just never there. Like smoking cigarettes. Like not everybody is like, how am I going to stop smoking cigarettes? Oh, I miss it. You know, now it's just a fact. Mm-hmm. But with that, I think comes our toolkit of how to cope with alignment. And it can be really overwhelming. I mean, I think that putting up healthy speed bumps to slow down the truth can sometimes be good. And that means like meditation or that means like binging a show Mm
1: -hmm.
0: (laughs) or that means maybe scrolling TikTok for a little bit. Like those, although not fully healthy, I suppose, are better than the poison that actually like lower your vibration in your body and cause your liver to work
1: overtime to process it and Harm your skin yes. and your hair. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's, I was just having a conversation with Greg's daughter yesterday, and I used the word vibration. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I'm so, I, I, I was trying to me? teach at, like an eight year old about high vibration and low vibration. And it was just such a sweet conversation. And actually, she said the sweetest thing to me. She said, we were at dinner, and she said, Kat, she said, if there was a superhero woman, and you were a superhero, I would name you super positive or something <laughs> like she was like, I was like, what do you mean? Like she's trying to give me the title of like I wear the cape of like sunny, sunny side up all the time. And that
0: is so lovely. And I
1: know that was so nice. And I just took that moment to share with her about our our choices in every moment to react a certain way, to, you know, to choose. And of course, all the bad things are going to happen and suffering is inevitable and all of that's fine. And those can be teaching moments also. But I said, you know, I said, do you ever notice people that are like sick all the time or stressed all the time or in an accident all the time and like bad luck happens often and regularly? And she's like, yeah. I was like, well, some people would consider like maybe they're on a low vibrational track and how that happens. And then we also can have a high vibration and what that looks like and how we choose affects that. And I was like, I think she was, thought I was nuts, but 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 I I'm all about that, and yeah. I and I hear what you're saying about yeah. Hopefully everybody collectively, the more we all wake up, mm-hmm. the more we serve one another and humanity as a whole. Because yeah. yeah, it is. I mean, the TikTok of it all, and there are some really kind of like yeah disturbing, unsettling things that are just always going to be right there in the background.
0: Yeah. You had done a solo episode a while ago that was talking about vibrations, vibey woman, Mm. and how it's okay to still have people who maybe don't match your like vibe Mm. in your life, Mm. Mm -hmm. but that you don't need to join them Mm -hmm. in it. Mm -hmm. And instead by sitting and staying there, you allow them to come to you and you allow them to come to your like I don't know level, and yeah. I just think that that's really important because we have been in this narrative of like not for me, ditch them, um, ghost them, healthy boundaries, but it's really not healthy. It's just like abandoning, and I don't know. I just think that that's probably where we're headed, don't you?
1: Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yes, yes. I know. I, I know what you're referring to, and and that is it's an interesting way to look at how we protect ourselves because so many of us, again, are working on ourselves, which is great. I mean, this whole show is kind of morphed into personal growth and how that looks and what that's like. But yeah, what you're referring to was from the higher self Instagram, which I love following. And she was kind of explaining or he or hmm, I don't know what they are, the higher self who does that account. But, but they were saying how, yeah, like boundaries are good and not shrinking is important and not shape-shifting based on who you're around but but landing in that confidence to be who you are regardless and it's really like a subconscious subtle invitation for others to to rise up rather than to shrink to shrink and yeah yeah So small which is cool yeah yeah
0: Hmm. Okay, can we, like, gab and have fun questions Let's gab gab? and have fun. Let's gab and have fun. Because you even
1: said you had rapid-fire questions for me, which I didn't know about.
0: I have rapid-fire questions for you. But, like, I haven't seen you since the face. (laughs) She throws her hands up. My face. Wait, I know. I was trying to think. When I saw you on Larchmont, had I just
1: had my facelift?
0: I don't think you had had it yet. (sighs) I don't. Okay, well. How do you feel? Is there a question? Yeah, like how do you feel about it? Like, do you love it? It looks, I mean, I don't want to s- like stay on the vanity of it, but it yeah, looks yeah, yeah. really good. Yeah, but yeah, do you yeah. feel like has it impacted you in a positive mm. way like
1: you thought it would confidence-wise mm. and yes. alignment? Yeah, 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 yes. I know. It's so, it's so… Uh, <laughs> Gosh, to the the juxtaposition of like how deep I am as a person, <laughs> and then it's like I'm also clearly so superficial with my facelift. But the the short answer is, I'm so happy. I feel great. I I I like what I see when I look in the mirror. I don't look tired. I don't look as sad as I would catch myself looking in photos. I do want to say for anybody listening, because I get so many questions on Instagram about it, and then I'm like, guys, I talked ad nauseum on this show about it, so please go back and listen, because I did a whole podcast on two weeks after the surgery, the nitty-gritty, why I chose my doctor, all of that, and then I had Dr. Kim here on the show, so go back and listen to that if you're really interested in the whole facelift experience and or cosmetic surgeries in general, what's available to us as we are aging. But here we are February. So it has been, I mean, I'm eight-ish, nine months on the recovery. And I would say, you know, I I was just feeling my jaws and my temples and my kind of like down below my ears. And I'm not fully healed. So They say it takes a year and I can definitely tell that I'm still, my nerves are still growing back together where they were sliced open, you know, and then sewn back together. That's, you know, all the whole bit of it, you know, the the, the science of it all. So I I feel still slightly swollen in my jaw and like neck area because I did a neck lift too, y'all. And so I think when that settles just a little bit more, I am going to be over the moon happy. So I am. I, I yes, I'm happy. I feel great. I, I feel. I feel okay. I feel lifted. I feel lifted. Here is the truth, however, this <sighs> is and, and this is kind of just the funny. This is if if I'm just gonna be super real it. with you yeah. because that's this be is real. what I like say with Greg. Like I'm like when you get a facelift or any major surgery like this, you can't work out, right? So I didn't work out for like, I mean, you can, you can like lightly walk or whatever, but I don't know if you remember. I had a really like kind of- Yeah, you were like running. Before. Yeah. Before. Yeah. So, but I got my facelift. I couldn't work out for like a month or two. And then I moved to Malibu. So I was on my- hot yoga grind. I had my little system down. I was doing hot yoga three days a week. I would walk my neighborhood because it was flat land in LA and I was like always moving. I was walking my dogs. I was going to Larkt. I was moving so much more when I lived in LA. And then I moved to Malibu and while I am living the (laughs) legitimate fairy tale up here on a mountain, on a bluff overlooking the Pacific Ocean, you saw these hills when you (laughs) drived up? Like, drived up. You saw these hills? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you saw these hills when you drove up. Like, it's steep. It's steep. So my daily walks aren't happening. I left my yoga studio, and I'm not working out as much. So the the the, the irony is, is like, I, you know, I felt great in my skin. I was fit. I've always worked out. And, but my face was bugging me. Now I got my face where I wanted, <laughs> and now my body's bugging me because I'm just not in as great a shape as I was. Mm-hmm. I was so consistent and I felt so good. And so I'm just, in 2024, I'm like, I have to return to my my moving self because that is my happiest self. Because mm. when I'm processing my energy and just like, it's great for my mental, obviously. So I've felt a little confined in this space as it pertains to exercise. And I know you can drive somewhere and go to a gym and do all these things. And I still do my Tracy Anderson which I saw you post about. Yes. I still do those online studio videos when I can, but I've just, i i gotten a bit of a funk. And I think my funk also beyond just the facelift was all the changes that you alluded to at the beginning of the show. Like my whole life is different. I mean, my kids are gone. My dogs are gone. I mean, it's just Scarlett. I mean, gosh, we didn't even talk. I mean, how, she's not here. Can, can't you feel it? It's like sad. So- so much is different in my life so i am doing what you were saying you do i'm i'm not judging myself i'm not shaming myself like come on like i'm just like huh, i am just i'm i'm leaning into all of these shifts and also leaning into the gratitude and you know if my ass isn't as tight as it was that's okay <laughs> okay okay that's your long answer. Okay, I love that long
0: answer. Okay. And ain't that the way it is, huh? Yes. We get one thing, yes. we go went to another. Yes.
1: We fix the went, we go yes. to another. And then I think back to like, even, you know, this is something, again, when you do get older, like, even when you every, what mother has not said, well, when you're 70, you're going to look back at those uh-huh. pictures when you're 40. And when you're 40, you're going to look back when you're 18. You're not, we're always. Yes. You know, outside of ourselves thinking that it could be better at some point. And yeah. It's just like malarkey. I know. Yeah. So why not just enjoy
0: it? Like yes, you said. Yes.
1: Yes. And I am. And I honestly can genuinely say that, you know, we were joking earlier. You asked me about a show, and I'm like, I am so disconnected from pop culture more <laughs> mm-hmm. than I ever have been. And I do miss it. I really, really do miss it. But I'm also like, I feel quite light. Mm not relying on the happenings of everything else. It's like not dictating my days or my life at all. Mm. So that's good. That's crazy. What a, like, if you were to tell yourself
0: that you were going to be that way 20 years ago, like, oof. Oof. That's why I love you because you're you're such an example of you can change, you can evolve, and the things that you hold as like so identifying to who you are might not... Maybe they expire at some point. And it's better to throw out the expired milk than try to put it in your coffee the next morning. Am I right?
1: You're always right, girl. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Love that. Okay, I do have five questions for you. Okay. It's about the new house. Okay. Is that okay? Oh, yes, please. Because I'm just so freaking curious. Okay. Okay. And I guess it's more broad too, like about your overall style with interiors. Mm, Ooh,
1: fun. Okay, Okay.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Open or closed concept?
1: Mm. Okay, why? Wait, is this rapid fire? Because if it's rapid fire, I'd have to say closed. But may I explain? Yes. It's our version of rapid fire. It's like
0: kind of a slow burn. (laughs) We have
1: like s'mores out. Speaking of, have you seen salt burn? Yes, I have. I have not. What? I know someone Someone just sent me up. They're like, what are you doing with their life? It's I'm like, that's weird. another thing I need to watch. Okay. Because someone described our new ranch. They were like, it's giving salt burn. Is that true? I haven't seen salt burn, but okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is
1: that a bad thing?
0: No, it's not. But like, whoa. Okay. 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 So
1: we bought a a ranch. It's a 1965 Adobe. So it's like Spanish, cool. California, authentic Adobe home. And stylistically, just structurally, that's very closed because it's kind of like a barn, really. Mm-hmm. The home looks like one big, huge, grand room. And then lots of little rooms. So it's like the kids' bedrooms are all quite small. And each of the kids' bedrooms has a door to the back mountain that's like a Dutch door where like you could imagine a horse. Almost like the bedrooms are like horse stalls. And I know that you're like, what? This is so cool. It's so unique and magical.
0: Is it one level? Yes. (sighs)
1: bar, there is a little loft within the big main room, but right now we're deciding whether or not to even keep that because we wanted a ranch. We always thought we'd kind of love that. I grew up mostly in a ranch house when I was a young girl, and Greg and I agreed on that. And we kept looking at all these really modern homes in Malibu, and I don't know, like this place, it had soul. And we fell in love. And it is a, it's a redo. I mean, I hate to even say that because, God, bravo to the people that lived there before us. And I know they spent a lot of years with their family there. And it is so charming the way it is. I mean, there are all of these beautiful old floors and and unique details that we are 100% keeping. But we just are going to give it a facelift yes. too. It's going it, to... For me, because it's so remote, I was like, I can do ranch, but I I also want to put on stilettos. I uh-huh. need to be able to dress how I love, yeah, and feel normal here. So, how do we merge modern with the rustic? Yes. Okay. Great. Because this could play
0: into my next question, and which you're like, would be but shut up, because you're eating <laughs> up all my next questions.
1: You're answering all of them. Go ahead. No, but
0: what are non-negotiables? For you and for Greg in your new space, have you guys talked about it?
1: <sighs> we have not. Hmm. Hmm. We haven't had that formal conversation, but it is interesting because our, our primary bathroom space right now, again, it's an older home and there's one sink in it. And we are meeting with our architect. I've never had an architect. It's so fun. I'm just loving to talk about creative. This yes. is so fun so to cool. do. But in the early, early, early stages, we were walking with him through the house and and Greg's like, we need another sink. We have to have, you know, his and her sinks or whatever. And I'm like, I mean, do we? I mean, we will eventually when the renovations start. But for now, I was like, it's fine for now, for the next year to have one sink. He was like, absolutely not. We need separate sinks. I'm like, we don't even get ready at the same time. We're like hardly in here at the same time. And he is adamant that even before the renovations, renovations, we get another sink for me. I'm like, what is it? My toothpaste? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I can't figure that out. So that was important to him. I'll tell you what I'm foregoing in a home that's like this. Again, we're going to add some square footage, but very little. I mean, the closets are teeny. Okay. Teeny, that,
0: that was my question. Teeny. Is it going to be a his and hers or is it a shared closet sitch?
1: I think it's going to be or just hers. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if I took you upstairs right now, Greg has three times as much as I do. And that is not an exaggeration. And he would confirm that as truth. However, he is from the apparel business. And, yeah. you know, he he has all his alternative apparel stuff from cool. 30 years up in his closet. I'm like, what are we going to do with all that stuff? But to answer your question, so the house is built so that there's really not, I mean, we could, but it would be way too difficult to make just one big his and her's closet. So we're actually getting, I think, again, really innovative and doing like kind of three smaller closets.
0: We'll okay. see how that
1: looks. We'll okay. see how that works. But it's, it's again, we're working with like Adobe, which is like mud and brick, but it's so cool. But we can't, to move those walls is really hard. So we're trying to like get really creative and build out behind them on this ledge with just glass windows. It's going to be wild. I mean, uh, talk to me in a year. I'll okay. have a better answer. I mean, and you're documenting all of it? Yes. Oh, I say yes. <laughs> I say yes. I mean, I started, I did, of course, I made sure to get very extensive befores. Mm-hmm. Took me like half a day. But I too think there might be a little interest in this transformation. Who doesn't love a renovation show? Seriously. I mean, and this is, our designer we're working with is renowned, very accomplished guy. And so I'm thinking this could be a show out there. It's like such a no-brainer. Who doesn't love a before and an after? Yeah, 100%. My concern though is like, I don't want that to delay us. So I don't know enough about making a show like that really at this moment, but like I, we, we, we wouldn't want to wait on like show production to Uh do what we got to do.
0: Yeah. I feel like usually with Renault's production speeds up the stuff because they have more people. Mm -hmm. They want like a quick turn. Mm -hmm. So, okay. We'll see TBD. Okay. So then I guess my final question is, what do you think your overall style is gonna be in the house? Yes. Traditional, modern, mm-hmm. glam. What do you how would you like categorize it? So
1: we have been saving on Pinterest for a year and a half. And 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 we've been fine-tuning it once we found Little Gem Ranch working title. Little Gem. That's I love what we're calling it. it. Little Gem Ranch. And so we've been like Collaborating. Greg has such an amazing, amazing design eye. Like he is our designer. I mean, he is our the creative of the two of us. I mean, he is incredible. I mean, you've seen his art. Yeah. Like he he just loves art. He loves interior design. And he has this app where he is like the minute we like take a picture of an empty room, like five minutes later, he will have added the bed and added mm-hmm. the things and da, 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 and then he's like, What do you think of this? And I'm like, oh my God. Um, <laughs> so we've been percolating on all this for a while as it pertains to the new space and the answer is he's like and i agree he's like we're creating a new aesthetic like this ain't it doesn't fit a box cool. and so like the the best way i could describe it is kind of like ralph lauren
0: okay. ranch aspen vibes okay
1: but with a very sleek chic sophisticated modern touch so Think, like, it's going to be a smart home. It's going to be, like, one touch on your app. It's meant to be, like, really sleek. And our one, I guess, back to your non-negotiable question, thing we agree on. Did I tell you we sold everything in this whole Uh house, including the furniture, the chairs, the lamps, the floors, the carpets, the rugs, the the mugs, down to our forks and knives? So we have (laughs) literally nothing. (laughs) And everyone's like, that's amazing. And I'm kind of like, yes, and scary yeah. also. Like, we went to Costco this weekend, and I was like, I know, I'm not very good at this. I don't know what to <laughs> do. I don't, I can't buy things in bulk. I don't, you know. <laughs> but our agreement is like, nothing crosses the threshold into our new space unless it is very intentional and it is meant to be there. Yes. And it's either sentimental to us or it has been thought through and is art. Artful and beautiful, like that's kind of a yes. beautiful opportunity it is. A, as a new beginning to drop any of the the previous weight and just know that you can build something like like that from nothing. Yes, including the things because I want so the things cool. to matter and, and so, the
0: intention. You get to build the intention too, yes. which is
1: so cool. Yes, together. Yes, build the intention. Build the energy and if it's like like next to nothing that's fine. Like we don't we're not going to cram it with trinkets or any of that. And you know what else we're going to do? We're going to use the earth. I mean, part of this, I should just say this lastly cuz I don't think I've shared this with any of my previous mentions about the house. On our first date, this is again I think why Greg and I connect so much and why we were meant to be and this has all happened the way it has is that we sat in an L.A. restaurant, Angelini, two people who, you know, busy, 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 had worked hard our whole lives, parented our kids, like in like frenetic, busy, hustling lives. And we were mid-pandemic when we had our first date. And I remember we were both just like, the thing we really connected on was, you want to just like get off the grid? You know, we were having that energy of like, not escaping to escape, but escaping to start anew and to actually go back to what is simple. We complicate our lives so much. We invite in so much. We are massive consumers. We end up with so much shit. We got Amazon at our door every day. And and we just both really were like, less is more. How do we pare it down? How do we get into wide open spaces? How can we just lighten our lives? And So we started literally dreaming about that. And that's wild because he's like, you know, this started on our first date. And I'm like, it really, really did. And so it's so cool to share that same intention Mm. of we are going to have chickens. We are going to have probably some goats. We're going to eventually get horses. And we're going to use materials from the land, even as pieces within the home. Like last night he was like, I, you know, sent him another like inspo pic. And he's like, I could totally create those, what are they called? The pendant lights or whatever. He's like, oh, I can can carve those out of wood and we'll just make them ourselves. We'll make them ourselves. We'll make them ourselves. Like he loves doing that. So we're gonna use the elements of nature and bring it in even to our home. Cool. I can't wait. You have to have me over. (laughs) Obviously. Obviously. You have to. You're already invited. Consider yourself an an endless invitation. Okay, great. How should we end today? You gave me a rapid fire. I don't have a rapid fire for you.
0: That's okay. I think I'm asking myself a lot of rapid fire questions internally. (laughs) You don't want any more questions. I don't need any more. But I do think that you ended it perfectly. Less is more. And I think that I, I'm going to leave this conversation, giving myself the permission to do less and it mean more to me. And if that means stepping away from something I created a year and a half ago for a little bit, then that means sad. And
1: I don't know. I think it's just okay to reinvent ourselves. A thousand and one times, mm. a thousand and one times. I wish I could see this where I was gonna read you one quote to give people a confirmation before they left, but I mm. did put this on my vision board, which is kind of speaking to exactly what you just said, which is okay, can you read it? Yeah, I can. It's the one two above the Balenciaga. Do you know this? <laughs> Do you know this trick? Ooh, you're zooming. Yes. Read this to me. Read this to everybody. You can you can end, you can close this out with just an interesting quote. Okay, okay.
0: My goal is to reinvent a woman's best assets to give
1: her a new vision of herself. Okay, wasn't that profound? But it's, it's good. It's exactly what you said about just the version of yourself. Do you yeah. know how many versions we're going to have? I mean, girl, I know. We've got a whole lifetime if we're lucky, right? If, yeah, if, we right. So lucky, if we're so lucky with a million more days, we're going to just be how many different versions? Just get to know her and hopefully give her some grace and hopefully we like her okay okay deal <laughs> it's so good to see you yeah. you guys thank you so much for hanging out with me on cat sadler now don't forget to rate and review the show and make sure you're subscribed or following so you never miss an episode it sure is a beautiful day we'll see you next time